I'm so happy to be talking to Lucas Miles right now and speaking out America here on SierraAndTalk.com. Lucas, you see it, I see it, we all see what's happening now. It just seems like the the party is on, and I'm seeing all this behavior. They parade it across the street on on nightly news. They praise it. It's all about pride. Yeah, I mean, look, um, I've said a lot of times, I'll say it again, wokeism is a religion, and it's a religion that, uh, you know, essentially their sanctuary is the environment, um, their God is the state, and their method of worship is sexuality. And, And that's what we're seeing here, you know, really lived out before us. Um, and, and look, there's a lot of factors here that are playing into this. I mean, we have the activists in the streets that are, uh, that are participating in these events and parades and, and uh, you know, flaunting their bodies in front of children and uh, encouraging, you know, mutilation of children through transgender surgeries and all the things. We also have, you know, others that are sort of complicit in this, this behavior, and that oftentimes is corporate America, who's, you know, through participation in ESG and the, the Corporate Equality Index and these different things, uh, that they are really uh, subjugating their their business to become these propaganda centers uh, where they're pushing this woke ideology and this this sexual kind of diversion, um, you know, uh, ideology out into the uh, the public and onto the American people. And and so there's a lot of factors that are happening here. And of course, you know, as I write about, churches have been sucked up into this. We have so many pastors that have have flip flopped their view on um, a lot of uh, really the of biblical uh, inerrancy. And they are starting to essentially sort of theologically cross out um, major segments of Scripture in order to justify the positions where they're at today. And, and I think that this is, uh, this is something everybody should be you know, concerned about at some level or another. Well, I'll say that's true. Just like we should have been concerned when, I, I, I don't know how far back in history you want to go, but let's go back to the 60s and 70s when they started allowing gay priests or priests that were a lot of uh, homosexual men were getting into the priesthood either to try to deal with the chastity issue or for whatever reasons. And that also also almost destroyed the Catholic church because of all the subsequent pedophilia that was discovered later. It wasn't exclusively gay, gay uh, priests, but there was that element introduced through the back door, so to speak. Uh, And it almost destroyed the Catholic church. Have we learned anything from that lesson or are we just going to repeat it now and start allowing, I mean, the Boy Scouts have been ruined by these leftist woke policies. It's, uh, it's, it's almost as if there's a march to get rid of religion because once religion is gone, there's no more guilt. Even I think it was this satanic ritual church that's in Boston. Their, their position is there's no reason for any human being to feel guilty about everything. Why is that dangerous? Look, I mean, I, I think that um, a true uh, Christian faith does not produce guilt. It produces relationship. And it's it, what the scriptures would say is that it's the love of God that restrains us. And so when you actually have a relationship with the Lord and you really know God's goodness, his grace will teach you how to live godly. The problem is we have people that are searing their consciences. They are, they are literally cutting themselves off from any sort of thought of God, of, of um, you know, relationship with God, of any sort of you know, uh, um, input from his word about their life. And, and they are you know, essentially drifting away. They've disconnected themselves from the source of truth, and they're drifting off into these false ideologies. I think that you know, the Catholic Church certainly has some things to work through. Uh, they've had you know, a lot of scandals over the years that uh, I think have gotten a lot of attention. 
Uh, I'm not Catholic myself. Uh, I have a lot of friends that are in the Catholic Church, and I have friends that are priests uh, that I think are great priests, that are conservative, that are, are Bible-believing and love Jesus. Uh, and I, I think that there are, you know, um, uh, there's a move right now that I'm seeing even within the Catholic Church to restore some of these uh, more orthodox values and positions, uh, even if that means at times kind of going against the Vatican, which is a very new concept within the Catholic Church in many ways. And so, you know, I, I think that this is a, this is an important time. So many denominations have been just ravished over woke ideology, and it's it's divided a lot of people. There's probably a greater divide today now than there was during the Protestant Reformation. But I, I think in some ways that there there is a kind of cleaning of the house that needs to happen within within our churches in America. And my hope is is that um, uh, you know the truth is going to stand, and that uh, these these woke churches, like a lot of our work, woke corporations, are going to go broke, and that we are going to see you know solid you know Bible believing churches once again rise up. Uh, but but there's no guarantee about that. Just because God wins in the end, it doesn't mean the church in America always thrives. So we've got some work to do, and we have to stay vigilant. What do you think is the top priority for uh, church leaders today? Are they congregating? Are they getting together and trying to? deal with some of the, I think the key here between all of us, I mean, there's certain elements of CRT that are, are very stressing, which we can deal with almost more on a political level. I don't see how CRT has infected. Has that had any effect on, on, on the churches and in what way? Yeah, actually CRT has been a major effect on churches. I would actually argue that CRT has been more of an issue in, in um, major denominations more so than even the gay and trans movement. Uh, and the reason is, is that the, the pastors that have kind of given themselves over to uh, these radical kind of sexual ideologies and, and queer theory, et cetera, the, it's very obvious the error there. You know, if you walk into a church and the priest is wearing a rainbow robe, I mean, it's, you know, anybody who has any sort of biblical sense to them, you know, is able to turn around and walk out. The problem with CRT, uh, and it kind of manifests within kind of social justice teaching, black liberation theology and liberation theology, is that it's much more deceptive. It's, it's more subversive. And so uh, these things are, they appear very spiritual, uh, but when you start, uh, you know, really looking at the tenets of critical race theory and you see that it's Marxist in nature, uh, that it elevates, you know, uh, equity over equality and these things, it's harder for the average Christian, I think, to be able to discern that. So actually my book, Woke Jesus, I go through and kind of outline uh, both the impact of, of liberation theology as well as critical race theory on the church and really expose where that false ideology is coming in and how we as Christians can kind of navigate that. Uh, I'll give you one more resource. We've, we've launched a website called AmericanPastorProject.org, O-R-G. And at AmericanPastorProject.org, we are calling pastors of all denominations to sign a statement of biblical orthodoxy, very high-level doctrinal statement of, of, of historic Christianity. And then also with that, they are making a commitment to stand against wokeism to really see it eradicated from the American pulpit and from their local pulpit specifically. And so we've had almost uh, 400 pastors already sign this statement. We believe that there's thousands more that are going to join us. Uh, we've just recently launched this. And so uh, it's been exciting to see that happen. But we're providing resources for pastors, regular conference calls to address these issues, uh, giving them opportunities to connect and talk through things. So uh, it's been very exciting to see this happen. You know, I'm always fascinated by particularly young people. They really love this this whole thing. They the the whole pride thing. They're they're captivated by it, and and I I just don't understand how something like LGBT can have so much appeal to young people, yet the church doesn't. 
It's it's like what happened? I mean, people should be in love with with church and and Jesus and and getting to develop their relationship and having a personal relationship with God. And you would think that that would have such great appeal that it would drown out those other ideologies that that seek to assert themselves. What are we doing wrong? I mean, it, look, it's it, part of the problem is is that one you know one scandal in a church, one hypocrite in a church, one bad experience in a church. Um, you know, can can oftentimes change the opinion of literally thousands of people at a time, because, you know, even though there might be, you know, thousands of others, you know, great, solid Christians with good experiences, with healthy experiences in the Lord and in church and Christianity, you know, that one bad apple seems to, you know, spoil the whole bunch in many ways. But I think that even more than that, uh, what we are seeing is that, look, this is, it's a Marxist objective to capture uh, the mindset of the youth, this idea of seizing the means of production that's talked about so often in Marxism and socialism, uh, the ultimate means of production that's out there is the human mind. And so, you know, socialists and Marxists have been uh, really waging war against, uh, I think, the development of the human mind, and they've sought to capture that. So and they've been very successful working their ways into schools and and uh, uh, even some of our seminaries and as well as, you know, government and, and uh, commerce, et cetera. And they've really impacted how people have thought. Because of the separation of church and state, uh, Christianity has been kept at arm's length from many of these places, where Marxism, because it's not recognized as a religion, although I'd argue it should be, it should be. has been given free access yeah. into these areas. And so they've been allowed to have the corner on the truth, so to speak, um, uh, to in, in, you know, within these institutions. And they're the ones oftentimes that are influencing the training of children, uh, because you know, in, in many cases, parents aren't doing their job. And uh, and they're they're relying on the schools to do this, and of course the schools are taking them in this direction. Woke Jesus is the name of the book. The author is Lucas Miles, and we've been honored to have him on uh, for these past two segments. Go get the book, Woke Jesus: The False Messiah, Destroying Christianity, and learn what you can do to turn this ship around. Uh, Lucas, God bless you and your efforts, and I appreciate you being on Speaking Out America here on CRNTalk.com. Thanks for having me. All right, good luck with your continued efforts. I hope that we can have you back on again soon, sir. Absolutely. 